0: Please remain standing as you are able. It is a great privilege to stand before you on this first day of the new year and to read from God's word. Today's scripture is from 1 Corinthians, verses 18 through 21. I will be reading in German. Das Jesus Christus am Kreuz für uns starb, muss freilich an denen, die verloren gehen, unsinnig erscheinen. Wir aber, die gerettet werden, erfahren gerade durch diese Botschaft Gottes Macht. Denn Gott spricht in der Heiligen Schrift, ich werde die Weisheit der Weisen zunichte machen, all ihre Klugheit will ich verwerfen. Was aber haben sie dann noch zu sagen? all die gebildeten Leute dieser Welt, die Kenner der Heiligen Schriften und die Philosophen. Hat Gott ihre Weisheiten nicht als Unsinn entlarvt? Denn Gott in seiner Weisheit hat es den Menschen unmöglich gemacht, mit Hilfe ihrer eigenen Weisheit Gott zu erkennen. Stattdessen beschloss er, alle zu retten, die einer scheinbar so unsinnigen Botschaft glauben. This is God's word. Thanks be God. Please be seated.
1: <laughs> Let's pray. Holy Father, we thank you for your mercies that allows us to see another day, the beginning of a new year. Pray that we'll get a fresh grasp of your mercy this morning that will be with us for the rest of the year, nourishing us, that we may praise you the way you deserve to be praised and live the lives that you have called us to live. In the name of Jesus, amen. Um, I am Juan. I am one of the elders here at Trinity. Not for too long. In February, I'll be uh, stepping out after five years of service. So if you don't like my preaching, yes! (laughs) (laughs) This probably will be the last time I preach, (laughs) unless God has other plans for me. But anyway, um, so since it was the last time I was going to preach, and it was January 1st, I told my wife my wife to a couple of weeks ago, hey, you know, I just I just want to wing it. What are we gonna do? Fire me, you know? Like, <laughs> then she said really wise words to me. I think it's she quoted scripture. She said, "Do not wing it." <laughs> <laughs> so this is me not winging it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I knew uh, uh, the moment I knew that uh, there wasn't going to be child uh, services today, like there wasn't going to be any um, uh, nursery today, there is a theme that's been going on in my head for a while now, which is uh, I don't know, the kids might like it because it's about Roblox. Who knows what Roblox is? Yeah, Roblox, right? So thank you for bringing your dad and mom and family to Sunday school, okay? Uh, this is what we do in Sunday school. So this is going to be really fun, which is, well, Roblox, for those of you who do not know about it, um, it's a world that you create. Uh, there is these people who code, you know, you write some code, and then it's a virtual world, uh, world that is created. And it's pretty inter- interesting. Uh, during the, la- the last two years, when my daughter started asking for money to buy roblox currency which was kind of foreign to me uh, i realized that you know once you create your character you can buy houses you can uh, decorate your houses you can buy cars change colors you know you name it it's a real world out there in the digital platform and and it's an artificial you know uh, virtually created so I want you to imagine for a second that you you are so good at coding that you created this world. You created this Roblox world. And not only that, but you're so good at it that you gave these characters a mind to think, a heart that feels, a flesh that can feel pleasure and pain. And not only that, you could have written the code so that they would be like robots and they will do anything you want them to do. But you didn't do that. You gave them free will, okay? So bear with me, because I think there is a lot of parallels between the worlds that we create in the digital era and the world we live in. So imagine then you create this world with all the features that I mentioned, and then you call your friends and say, come and see the world that I created. These people think highly of you. And they come and see the world you created because your creation says something about you. It's going going to honor you. It's going to say things about how smart you are. And then you open your laptop. Everybody's around you, right? And then when you open it, well, that kind of, you know, what's going on with my creation? And then if you see the other picture, well, there's trying to do bad things to each other, you know, they went rogue, they started robbing each other, they started beating the pixels out of each other, and then, you know, all of a sudden, one of them says, are those three doing what I think they're doing? What the heck, What had you created there? What's going on with this world? I thought you were a totally different person, right? So what's your reaction? Being the creator of this world, and having the power to just do the select button and delete, That's what I would do, wouldn't you? So that's called judgment. Judgment is, you know, or judgment will be the appropriate response to something as outrageous as the sinful action that is committed against this uh, creator that wasn't honored by his creation. So when we talk about mercy, that's what we see in our creation. God didn't just delete the uh, didn't press the delete button as we probably deserve to, you know, that He would do that. But He shows mercy. Mercy sometimes. See, okay. Mm. Mercy sometimes is confused with grace. Uh, grace is to receive something we didn't deserve, but mercy is to not receive the punishment that we do deserve. And that is God's mercy. That instead of hitting the delete button or starting from scratch, He grants us not what we deserve, but what we do not deserve. He does not give us judgment, but He gives us what we definitely do not deserve, which is His Son. So imagine you are the creator of this world and you loved your creation so much that, you, that, you know, you, you tell your friends. And, and these friends, you know, this myriad of friends that are around you, my picture here is Revelations. You're going to be on Revelations, uh, I think, in a couple of months. You're going to go through the book of Revelation. And as you see there in the spiritual world, God is surrounded by elders and spirits and very wise beings, animated beings. And I think we dishonor him every day in front of that multitude of beings that are surrounding him. So, what if he said, or what if you said in this hypothetical virtual world, "I am going to become a virtually virtual character, animated, pixelated, and I'm going to step into that messed up world." knowing that I have the capacity to feel pain, knowing that I have the capacity to feel stress and anguish, and knowing that I'm going to die because those guys, those, those, those people are crazy. So that, that is just foolishness, right? You fool. Why would you do that? And that is exactly what Jesus does, and it ties in with our theme today, which is foolishness, and that which seems full to many human beings, because according to the wisdom of, the, of, of humans, that is just foolishness, but according to the wisdom of God, that is power and salvation for those, those who believe. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Through the folly of what we preach, which is the cross and Christ crucified, His life and resurrection, He saves those who believe. And... um, we worship this God who's done that for us, um, and this morning we gather for that. Speaking of the mercy of God, let me read a, uh, a piece of uh, scripture here, Lamentations. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And I think his mercy was displayed in a very vivid way on the cross. You see, the Old Testament tells us about his mercy and shows us about his mercy in many ways. But the apex, the climax of God's God's mercy, comes with the incarnation, the crucifixion of uh, of God himself, the Son of God. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. It is good too, that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. And I want to be clear that, as I talked about, you know, a few minutes ago, revelations, His mercy is new every morning, but for those who do not believe in Him, His mercy will not last forever, and that's a reality. Revelations has many ugly and scary things to tell, and there is no way to water that down. Well, there is one way to be spared, and that is accepting the free gift of salvation that comes through Jesus Christ, as foolish as it sounds. And that's the call for you today. Um... And with that, we're going to take communion. It's a short message, because uh, January 1st, no childcare. But I think (laughs) going straight to the point.